Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has missed an open net and hit the post. Hang on, rewind, 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 rewind. <laughs> 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 this episode of the podcast, we discuss the fallout from the Liverpool and Man United game and why are Real Madrid and Barcelona so bad. Also, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Messi Ozil, did Ndombele mean it? And Celtic, again. Sit back, relax, crack open a cold one, it's time for Four Manx, one toffee. <laughs> and I really hope that when we do this thumbnail, you're going to keep that hat on. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah for those that don't uh, know what we're talking about, uh, Chris was on the uh, two up top uh, live watch through between Liverpool and United on Sunday. Um, to talk about it, Chris, give us a bit of a insight. I mean, we all, I think all of us tried to catch some of it, but we were busy live tweeting and just mm-hmm. messaging each other shit about how. Dead yeah, the game was really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched a bit of it to be fair, mate. You know, so I was there yeah. in support. I, I watched a fair <laughs> bit of it, but um, I don't, I refuse to pay for YouTube Premium. Sue me, and as soon as I asked you to take and you refused, then it was dead. So, and YouTube is still the only app on the iPhone that you can't do multi screening because they want you to pay for it. Fuck you, YouTube. I'm not paying. <laughs> don't they have enough money, Google? <laughs> right. That's how they get more money by getting more money. Does me yeah, no, um, give, give us some plugs, Chris. Give us some uh, credits. Um, what was your What was your experience no, like? Yeah, no, it's, listen, fair play to the lads over at Sock Football. I I had a really good afternoon with them. I didn't think I'd be doing the post match show as well, but um, they were kind of some vitamin in that as well. So four hours flew by like that. So time flies when you're watching one of the worst Northwest derbies I think we've seen <laughs> in the last 10 years. But yeah, fair, fair play to uh, Gav Cotton and Ed. Um, made me feel very welcome over there. If you're listening to this, go and give them a listen and a follow on uh, on YouTube and all the social channels as well, too, at Top Football. You'll find them dead easily. Um, in terms of the game itself, it, it was one of those, wasn't it, where I think it's even worse. You're cacking yourself anyway when you're a United fan or a Liverpool fan because of the emotion involved. But when it's that tense... And you can tell by the time 10 minutes has gone past that you think this is going to be a one goal takes all yeah. here. And who's it going to go to? And it was just like that the entire time through. What I'm not liking though is, and I'm going to try and be as unbiased as possible here because I think we do need to be fair to Liverpool as well. I don't like the disrespect that both clubs seem to be getting online today because all I'm hearing about United is top of the table and they didn't go for it at Anfield. Yeah. And I think that's not only is that disrespectful to us and you didn't watch the game, but it's disrespectful to Liverpool as well. Like, why would we go to Anfield against yeah. Liverpool, the team to beat, who yeah. won the Champions League two years ago, won the Premier League emphatically last season? Why would you go there thinking that you could just go and steamroll them? Yeah. Why would you do I that? I said this on Twitter today. Like, United have gone there yesterday and taken the joint highest amount of points that anyone else has taken in the last three years, since 2018. <laughs> That's a fucking mad start when you put it, it like that. But the thing is, <laughs> when you put it into that perspective, it's, it's just United baiting on Twitter. And yeah, look, do you know what? Liverpool were, for their sort of makeshift team that they keep saying, were very, very good. Um, they just couldn't really put it together in the final third, um, which is been their problem now most recently they've scored no goals now in the past three Premier League games which is a worry um so as for United it almost feels like if you'd said before the game would you take a draw and I would have said yeah but now the game's been and gone with those chances we had it's kind of making you think oh man we should have taken all three points there that Bruno effort that was straight at the goalkeeper. Pogba hit it straight at the goalkeeper. Rashford should have played it into Cavani. Like we had the chances, I think. And when you're against Liverpool, you have to take those chances. So I'm a little bit disappointed by uh, the only having one point. But like I said, we've only we've equaled the number of points anyone else has ever got there since 2018. So is that bad a result? 
not really. All it does is put City uh, in in have it in their hands to go top of the table. But there's a long way to go this season yet. Um, so who knows? Who knows what can happen from here? I, th- I think the way I look at it is, and I think everyone will agree with this. Before kickoff, would you have taken a point? I would have fucking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd have, yeah, I'd have yeah, your hand off for a point. Yeah. So, yeah. like, why why would United be disappointed with coming away with a point? Like you said, no one no one goes to Anfield and beats Liverpool. Like, we all had this dream scenario of us going there and ending this unbeaten run. Yeah, it would have been fucking class. But you know what? We took a point from the champions. We haven't beat them in so long. But considering we went there last year, I know it was only 2-0, but we got battered last season. Yeah. Like they They ran the show. They absolutely ran the show. And we went there and, yeah, okay, they had a few more shots on us, but none of them really tested De Gea. We tested Allison more than they tested De Gea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah, I was, we, uh, we can be more disappointed than them. But it's a, yeah. good, it's a good point for us. It's a bad point yeah, for them, I mean, but it's a good point for us. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't feel at any point that... I, I just didn't think Liverpool was actually going to score. I don't know why. I just, yeah, you're right. The chances that they did have, you know, they had a couple of outside the box. Um, we won't go into that Mane halftime with some malarkey because that's utter shite. Um, but, we will be know, going it, in for that. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, in terms of like the clear cut, I mean, we had, we had by far the best chances there with Bruno and Pogba. You know, but I can't help but feel there was, a, there was an opportunity sort of missed there as well. You know, yeah, we would happily take a point, but I do feel we we could have easily won that game as well. You know, come come out of that with three points and you know gone six points clear of them. Uh, but I say you go to Anfield, you take a point. You know, and then you, you you also look at this time last year, same game. They were thirty points in front of us after that game, and now we're three <laughs> points in front of them. Yeah, is that, right. is, is that is that an improvement on our half and obviously the sort of inconsistency of Liverpool as well at the moment that that gap has come down so much? But or is that just the the league in general at the moment how it is? I I'm sick of this argument me of United are only top because of how bad the league is, and I yeah, know right, I said yeah. about Liverpool last season, but Liverpool last season won the league. Like you said, they were 30 points clear at one point. Like They won it with about 25 points clear. The league was shit last year. The league is weird this year. Like It's not shit. Like Everyone's taking points off everyone. And it's actually... I think if fans were in stadium, it'd probably be one of the best seasons we've had for years. Yeah, it's probably... Because yeah, the, amount of, the amount of mad games that we've had has been genuinely brilliant. So I hate this argument that people are coming up with that, yeah, United are only top because the league shit. The league ain't shit at all. No, the league is absolutely not shit. Man United have improved so much in the last twelve months. You know, call it Bruno, call it Oli. You know, finally getting it right. I think, I think he got a few things wrong on Sat on Sunday. Um, mm. I didn't like Pogba on the right. No, I thought no. he was very. It didn't work. That it didn't no. work. It, I mean, I don't need to go into the Wan Bissaka argument again, but I'm going to. He's always out of place, and he needed protection. Yeah. And I think Pogba wasn't the man for that. Um, I'll give him some credit, Pogba, because he did track back and he did work hard. So mm. he, but he can't have felt comfortable. It would have made so much more sense to put him on the left like he did against Burnley and then just have Rashford on the right, who I also thought had an absolutely horrific game. Yeah. I thought Marcus Rashford was absolutely dreadful. And I, I don't care what the stats say about how good he's been recently. I think he's been dreadful. Yeah, he's got a few goals and assists, but I think his overall play has been absolutely shocking. And him and Martial both need dropping for the next couple yeah. of games. Yeah, I agree. I think they need resting. I honestly resting, think... dropping, yeah, whichever way you want to go about it. I think and you can't say the same for Martial. I just it's a bit weird, Martial. I just think his confidence is is gone, and and he's yeah. he's struggling to get a bit of a run of form going. But Rashford, Bruno. God, they've been ragged ever since the start of the season, and we've got quite a fa- we have got a favourable little run now. Like starting with, I don't yeah. want to be disrespectful, but starting with Fulham, that's three points. That has got to be three points, surely. Um, well, they're I in a bit of a resurgence at the minute, Fulham, aren't they? 
I know, but they're terrible at the back. They're still terrible at the back. And, and they've mm. just gone... It's like when you go to... Danny, you're a PC, you know this. It's like the guy who walks in who's got an absolutely massive chest and back and little chicken legs. Like You can work the top half as much as you want. It's not going to hide what you're walking around on. And Fulham are weak at the back, and we should be tearing them apart. I know mm. they got a, they've got a had a decent couple of results recently, and they did well against Chelsea, 10 men. Fair, fair play to them, full credit to them, Paul. I think we need to start rotating the squad a bit now. I think we need to start bringing in, like Diallo, for example. Let's get him involved. Throw him in. Let's see what he can do. Are you calling Fulham, Johnny Bravo? I am calling. Yeah, do you know what? I I would love to see Diallo come in. Um, yeah, I would. Know, what, why not? Yeah, what, and Palestri. Yeah, put them, both put them in. both in. Like, Palestri, Lingard... He's not going to be any worse than bleeding Dan James. No. Well, I see Van der Beek, to be honest. Yeah, so well. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's just been sat on that bench looking like a lost soul on there. He's like, what have I got to do to get, you know, <laughs> just, get a, just get five minutes, let alone. People keep <laughs> saying that he was signed because we were expecting Pogba to leave. And then Pogba didn't leave. So now he's sat there because Pogba's now playing well. He can't get into the team over Pogba. Well, we're in January. We're in January. Know, it's, it's a been long season. Three months. <laughs> I said it yesterday when I, when I was on on with uh, to, to, uh, the thing with Van der Beek is right. What do you do if you want to progress as a player? Do you stay at Ajax where yeah you're getting game time every single game, but you're not training with those world class say world class throw it around loosely. It is United we're talking about at the moment, but you're not training with those top class players day in day out. Or do you go to a club like United where you've got to fight for your first team place, you've got to fight to get your minutes, but every single day it's steel sharp and steel. You've got to work hard every single day on the training pitch. You've got to work for everything because you've not got those players around you anymore who are at a a lesser level. You're at a big club. I said it about the other day. It was when we were talking about Phil Foden. Yeah. And we were talking about like when Josh, you were saying about him going to Everton, like how much you'd love it. He wouldn't. He wouldn't improve there. Like no. the only way he plays to improve is either City or Real Madrid. Josh, as a as a completely unbiased Evertonian in the Liverpool versus Manchester United game, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Good sarcasm, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. Um, want to forget pretty quickly, isn't it? I, yeah. I was. I was. Um, so I had. The two up top um, on on YouTube on my phone, sort of with their commentary, because uh, I wanted to listen to Collins and see what the boys over there were saying about the game. But they were a little bit behind, I think, from the live stuff. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Collins. But I'm, I'm sure you were, you started a little bit later so that you all started on time. Yeah, you got to sync up on time and stuff. Otherwise, yeah. one of you is just celebrating while everyone else is wondering yeah. what fuck's which going is un- on. Which is unfair, especially when you've got a Liverpool fan in there as well. So, yeah. but I had your commentary on, and it was quite interesting to listen to you boys talk about it. But like 10, 15 minutes behind what actually <laughs> happened to get to get your assessment on what I'd seen. So, like you were going, oh. Like all the close chances, and I was chuckling to myself listening to you all. So that provided me with some entertainment, but the game itself didn't, oh. <laughs> unfortunately. So thank God for you boys on that yeah. um, YouTube. It was like it was like us like watching the Burnley game last week. Yeah. <laughs> Dale was like yeah. one minute behind. Yeah. I was ten minutes behind. <laughs> yeah, well, as a, as a, a non-Liverpool, non-Man United fan, it wasn't the best game, was it? But that's got probably got a massive thing to do with Sky Sports, you know, as they do every year, bigging it up to be. I mean, I, I fell into the trap. I thought it was going to be the most important game of the year. And it, yeah, it, it still may be. I don't know. Probably not. I think if one team had won that game, it could have been the biggest result of the year. But because it was a draw, and that's the result that all of the teams surrounded you at the top won, it, mm. it, maybe, maybe on that basis, it's the most important result of the year because it gives everybody else a chance, like City, to creep back in and and go top now if they win the games in hand. City are quietly going about the business, aren't they? They're just... Yeah. I, think, I think that's a really good point what Josh has just made there, where like the draw suited everyone, mm. apart from Liverpool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like the only team that did not benefit from that draw was Liverpool. Yeah. We stayed we stayed top. Leicester and City had a chance to come in. Everton go above them with you in your game in hand. The only team that just benefits is Liverpool. And I wonder if that's going to do anything mentally to them, especially now that like three games about a goal. Still well, struggling. I was going to point the conversation there slightly. So just looking at the table, Liverpool are on obviously 18 games played uh, like the rest of us. City are on 17 games played on 35 points, but also on 17 games played with 32 points is Everton. So Everton... Our game was against City that we missed because they had COVID. so, So is that the game in hand then? It is technically the game in hand, yeah. But it's not the game you'll play to equal it out. No. Right. Because if it was, that'd be, that'd be nice, that. But mm. that being said, Everton may or may not get an easier game um, to, to play in hand. So if all is said and done, say City do win their game in hand and they'll go to 38 points. United would be second on 37. Everton would be joint third with Leicester on 35. It would only be goal difference that would separate you. So what a season... Everton are quietly going about as well after a, a, re- a re- really good start to the year. Talking about title contenders, everyone dro- then dropped off and everyone sort of forgot about them and now they've kind of got back on with it again. So just to build on, on that, just to build on that, like, so you say City will be first, United will yeah. be second, Everton and Leicester will be joint third. What position does that put Liverpool? They would be fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday nights, Channel Five. <laughs> Thursday nights, Channel. <laughs> I imagine. Imagine oh, if they didn't finish top four this year. Oh my god! Well, he's he, he's come out, hasn't he, Klopp? I think he's come out and said the uh, the, uh, the aims to qualify for the Champions League. I'm sure he's come out with that. Oh, he's doing a Mourinho. Yeah, he is doing a Mourinho. That's exactly what he's doing. Well, the no, thing, thing is, is, they've got Burnley next. Yeah, he's measuring expectations now, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. That's definitely what his, his plan is. They've got Burnley Thursday, then us again in the cup, but then it's Spurs. Yeah. That, like, yeah. we're talking so about we, Everton. Spurs have, Spurs have slowly started creeping back up again. Like, yeah, they've, they're they've done points. a City and an Everton, and even United in that respect, where everyone stopped looking at them again and have crept into fifth. They're only one point behind Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So I think if, they'll shit themselves. I yeah. think Liverpool will beat them. I think Spurs will shit themselves. Yeah, I feel like right. Liverpool and Spurs, this is how mental the season is. They only played each other like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? Like, cause mm. shit, we were all pissing ourselves at the Sherwood bleeding gifts going around on the internet. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I could just see Tottenham just adding this out. Absolutely no. Go- oh, no. I tell you what what is an interesting undercurrent to all of this that we play Liverpool again next week in the FA Cup Mm. now how that'll be that'll have a completely different complexion to it that game because it's not really there will be yeah because it's more gung-ho in it it's it's a semi-final not a semi sorry it's a um a cup game, so there's no draws are all right. You've got to, you've got to win it or lose it. Yeah, yeah, fourth, 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 yeah, fourth, yeah. So I think that um, Klopp may decide to mix it up and change the squad around a bit because they've got to protect some of their players for Champions League and the Premier League running. Hundred yeah. uh, percent. That's the sensible managerial decision there. Yeah. Throw out some kids, throw out some some of these players that need a game, mm-hmm. and rest your main players, so that you can focus them on the league and, and retain that first spot. Yeah, I yeah. have no. I mean, I can't believe I'm going to say this because of like various clips of me and Danny going at it over trophies and stuff. Danny, I'm <laughs> fully on board for one season and one season only. I'm fully on board with you. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the FA Cup. Fuck the Carabao Cup. Fuck the Europa League. Play the kids and yeah. rest everyone for the league because yeah. the, you think the fixture schedule now is is hectic by the time it gets to May because what a lot of us haven't considered... Well, yeah, and what a lot of us haven't considered is... There's so much money being put into the Euros definitely happening this summer. Yeah, like, yeah. 
There's yeah. too much at stake. It has to go to schedule. So one way or another, we have to fit these games in. And it's yeah. going to get mad. Come April and May time, it's going to be games every two, three days. We are going to yeah. be balling, mate. It's going to be sizzler every single <laughs> night for us. It's just going to be games, 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 games. We are going to be And the pubs will be open. Out <laughs> <laughs> of anyone that was going to bring that up, I knew it was going to be you. Love it. The, the, the thing is, did you see the... Yeah, it will be like the first lockdown, yeah. And it's a game every night. Did you see the... Um, like 15 days straight. There was a statement made by the, the FA, the PL, the FPL, and the WSL talking about, like, you know, the new protocols where, you know, players, oh, yeah. they don't want them hugging, kissing, like, getting involved, like, yeah. managers even touching elbows rather than shaking hands. And I think it was Jim White that was talking about it on Two Fingers on TalkSport when I was listening to it the other day. Um... Yeah, Chris is going for the glass, he knows. <laughs> um, and he was saying like that, there was a final sentence where it was just like, if we are to finish the season in May, if we are to get this season finished with, these players need to like, you know, adhere to these rules. And he was kind of analysing it like, this is a last chance saloon. Like if these players don't do yeah. what they're being told now, like the season is going to get derailed once again. And then that puts us realistically in jeopardy of, not going to the Euros or our season extending after the Euros. God, imagine that. I, I actually thought it would have been a, um, like when, you know, when it was starting get, to get really rife again. Um, I wouldn't have been shocked if we'd had a little circuit break, continued the season in like mid-Feb or something, gone up to the Euros and then finished the Euros, come back, finish the Prem season, start the Prem season late November time to then sync up for a full year ready for the Qatar World Cup. Now, to yeah. me, the way coronavirus was spreading back then, that would have made a fuck ton of sense. So then we wouldn't have been dicking about with this stupid World Cup, which is going to be in December. Yeah. Do you know, they said on the radio today, though, that um, the number of positive coronavirus <clears throat> tests in footballers, in the professional footballer testing, is like vastly down. There's been 16 across the whole uh, of the Professional Footballers Association uh, today, which is a massive improvement. So I guess it was 40 last week in the Premier League. Yeah, it was very it? high. So we're coming down, which is good, uh, yeah. as is the trend across the country. Uh, a little bit of good news is that um, I think it was down 20% last week and it's down even about 35,000 infections uh, over the last day or so, which is down from like 100,000 a day the other week. So we're heading in the right direction, it seems. And Hopefully, we're kind of on the way out of all this shit show. Top for the Euros! <laughs> Imagine being in the pub, launching beer everywhere. As Gareth Southgate absolutely bottles it once again. Oh, yeah. mate. I just hope they don't extend the season. Final. I hope they don't extend the season, because can you imagine how much of an anti-climax it's going to be if we get to the Euro final? Looking at that fixture schedule, like... What's the plan with the games this week, lads? Well, uh, it's England and France in the Euro final uh, Sunday. And on Wednesday, we've got um, Aston Villa at Old Trafford. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Mental. weird. And Aston, Aston Villa are still quietly going about the business, aren't they, as well? Well, they've got three games in hand. They've, they've Interesting got three point. games in hand. Interesting point. City's game in hand is against Villa. Yeah, this yeah. week, isn't it? I'm one of ours. Because we were supposed mm. to play them at the weekend. It's Wednesday. They play it before we play. They're the six o'clock kickoff. So Villa have had two points. weeks rest. Yeah, drop but they've also there. got a lot of the club coming back. Mm. Does that work COVID. in their favour? I don't I think it does. Didn't for Liverpool. Liverpool had like a week, 10 days off Liverpool did before they played yesterday. Yeah, yeah good point. They, they only had a few players. Like Their games were called off because of all people's COVID, weren't they? Um, yeah. whereas like Aston Villa's squad by the sounds thing was fucking decimated so if these players are coming back from uh, respiratory infection like they, we could the see them struggle yeah mm. do, you, do you not think that given that Liverpool had what was it 10 days off yeah they would have practiced their shooting <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe they could have signed a striker it's January mm. if Firmino <laughs> had done some shooting and a, and a defender mm. if uh, Firmino Needs to get some practice in because he was fucking shy. Do, do you know what? Is <laughs> do you know what's mental? How much are they missing Jota? I know because they've realised that that Firmino is not a striker. So 
Oh, mate, I, I'm sick of hearing the things about Firmino now. And, and, and the jobs he does for, for the club and all the rest of it, like, I honestly couldn't give a fuck. Get rid of him. Like, he's just not good enough. He had a shot yesterday, and, and it went about 75 yards wide and over. <laughs> and I just thought, like, just going to be somewhat... I thought to myself, and I didn't say it because I thought, I don't want to look like a biased knobhead on someone else's podcast, but I just thought, there's someone out there right now, Liverpool fan, Trying to defend that shot. <laughs> and do you know what? Well, it's a good. It's a good job. He's not a good footballer because he would have seen Andy Robertson in about thirty yards of space. Yeah, and Andy Robertson was pissed. He looked exactly like Cavani did when Rashford raced through. Fuming, absolutely fuming. Should we, should we talk about something else that can uh, really lift spirits up, boys? <laughs> Leeds <What>? United. <laughs> well, <laughs> to start this one off. I saw on Twitter today the Leeds fans going crazy over um, a striker. What's his name? He's just come back from injury or something, I think, for him. And he was oh, in. So is this one you put it in the in the chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in um, an game. Or was it a training game? Lorente, yeah. And he he hit a shot from about 35, 40 yards out, and it went over the bar. And everyone was going mad. They were like that fucking strike, mate. Oh my God, that was amazing. Oh my God. If that was on target, it'd avert the, keeper, it'd avert the keeper's hands. We're like, but it was over the bar. <laughs> if it was in a real game, the fucking, you would have endangered the disabled section with that one. I know, like, but you know, breath of fresh air that, mate. Oh. You've got to get four going to be awesome. keep hearing it. And who plays since... football but sting the keeper's hands? <laughs> Paul Pogba, yeah, apparently. rattle in the net. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Pogba does, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm going to go to any more Allison if you try it. But if, um, ever since Karen Carney's infamous comments about them, oh, well. very good, she must be buzzing her tits off right now. <laughs> she must be watching Leeds every single game, like, get the fuck in. <laughs> can, 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 I, can I make a little statement here before we do carry on with that? As people who are on football Twitter, right? Yeah. Don't fucking say you're going to rape someone just because you disagree with the comments. Oh, um, like she, she is paid to have an opinion. Now, whether you agree with that opinion or not, that that's besides the point. Tweet are saying, "Oh yeah, you fucking idiot." Like, "Oh, disagree with this." She is paid to be on TV to have an opinion. She's a great pundit, Karen Carney. She's and great the pundit. She, she, the fact that she's had to delete her Twitter because she's had people threatening her with rape and killing her. All because she said about your players would have fallen off the, off a cliff, but if it wasn't for COVID, oh fuck off! There's no wonder every every club in England hates you. You yeah. fucking cunts. Yeah, twats. There's no need for it. Absolutely no need. But anyway, you're going down, Leeds. You're fucking going down. <laughs> <laughs> what will that do for your bet, boys? If uh, Leeds go down? Oh, it, it nulls and voids it, mate. Uh. <laughs> No, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> if Sheffield United finish 20th and Leeds United finish 19th, I still win. Mate, what, what are we going to do if Sheffield United get a little bit of a run of form and they both finish level on points? So we're just going to be like, we shouldn't have done this, mate. Let's just call it quits. We'll never speak about it again. When Sheffield beat Newcastle and got the first win on the board the other night, you could just see Collins was there like, get the fucking... It's happening. It's fucking happening. <laughs> fucking love it, mate. As soon no, as Billy I Sharp don't... came on, he's all about goals, that man. As soon as he came on, I thought he's seen the bag there. It's three points. <laughs> like, I don't think Leeds are going to go down. Um, I, I don't think, know. Oh, oh, it's just because there's again there's three worse teams than them. They, they, like, yeah, there is. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield United, West yeah, Brom. Okay, I'll give you that one. And yeah. Newcastle United, because I genuinely think Newcastle are putting themselves in this fucking relegation battle. Have you seen this first half? Yeah. They're not looking bad, Newcastle, mate. No, but they also look good against them in the FA Cup, and then went and lost at Sheffield. <laughs> Good Jesus point, well made. <laughs> okay, so can I just interrupt with a little bit of breaking news? It's kind of breaking news. So apparently, this is from the game that's going on tonight. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has missed an open net and hit the post. Hang on, rewind. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Is that the pro-evo version? <laughs> Breaking news. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. <laughs> it's not German, so I can't get it perfect, you see. <laughs> okay, I'll try again. <clears throat> Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang 
Oh, oh God. That is... Okay, that was sexual. Say that again, but take your top off. <laughs> <laughs> We're over 18 podcasts now, are we? Um, yeah, so apparently he's, he's literally missed an open goal in it at the post. <laughs> Simon Jordan is definitely not enjoying the game because this is his tweet. Wow, both of these teams are bloody poor. If Andy Carroll was a horse, you would shoot him. <laughs> Carl Darlow... <laughs> Carl Darlow, every time he kicks the ball, it's straight to Arsenal. Good job Aubameyang signed that new contract. Shite emoji. Who knew the egg timer symbolised months per goal? Wow. wow. Oh, I'm crying. If, <laughs> if Andy Carroll was a horse, I'd shoot him. Oh, what a tweet that is. Yeah, animal cruelty all rolled into one. Oh, mate. Peter a fuming right now. <laughs> <laughs> That was on a par with um, Gino De Campo when he said, "If my mum had wheels, she'd be a bike." <laughs> she'd be a bike, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded like. If Pierre Aubameyang, uh, I-, I can't say his name. Now. <laughs> 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 so yeah, oh, sorry to interrupt, but I had to share that. Can we just call Aubameyang? That that Arsenal striker, <laughs> <laughs> the one that can't That's... score. Which yeah, one? Yeah. Gabonese fella. My God, he's, it's amazing how much he's fell off a cliff. He's, he's obviously still quality, isn't it? He? He's not turned into a bad player overnight, but that's where he No, he's from. not missed from there. No, he's not yeah. missed that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, did I, my did I, days. He hit, did I he reach, hit the reach far at, post. Did I read something that Madrid were going in for Lacazette as well? Huh? You mentioned it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that last night and tweeted it on the forum once. I was like, I cannot believe what I'm seeing here. But Real Madrid, the thing is, though, is it that surprising? Because Madrid and Bar- well, Madrid are bad. Barcelona, Messi, what is he? Do- He's just lost a plot. Well, oh, yeah. just, just quickly going back to Real Madrid and Lacazette, it looked to be replacing uh, Luka Jovic, who they've uh, let go on loan and yeah. scored twice on his debut yesterday. Good yeah. fucking lad. I like him. I think he's a good striker. And from what I've seen of him at he Frankfurt and highlights and things, he's, no, he, really he seems well, ruthless. He played really well at Front Everton, you know. <laughs> you know what? Funny you should say that. He reminds cause... me of Giroud. <laughs> 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 no, he's a, a good striker. I, I would have had him at United, Mitch Um yeah. But... Maybe just but going to Madrid has like tainted him almost, hasn't it? Because I, I was gonna say, do you think the move was too much for him? Probably, yeah. And Hazard, what the fuck's he doing? Hazard is a weird one because of all of his injuries, but Jovic is the same though. Jovic had a lot of bad injuries when he got there. Um, mm. what is how old was he when he got there? Why did they injure themselves? I swear he's only like 23 or something, he's not old. Jovic, yeah, yeah he's it, well young, big, big move, 23 years old, yeah. yeah, big move at a young age. It's, mm. It's one of them, and it's you can go, you can go either way, can it? You can, you can sort of blossom, how but then again, the, the pressure. How old was Cristiano when he went to Real Madrid? Twenty-five. Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah, like. But but Cristiano also won a Ballon d'Or. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo is Cristiano Ronaldo, and it's not really fair to compare. I don't think. But I don't think you can compare anyone I mean, to him, really. Hazard doesn't got any excuse though. Like, no. Absolute world class player, and he's just... like since he's gone to Madrid, he's turned into the Wilshire of Madrid. Like all that promise, but injuries constantly. I ain't turned up overweight. Yeah, and weight issues. Going back to going on with him. Moving back to um, Barcelona and Lionel Messi. Did anyone see his red card last night? Yeah, I did. <laughs> did he twat someone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his his first red card of his Barcelona career. That's, see that 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 is mad. Don't give a fuck anymore, does he? No, no he's, he's, he's out the door, isn't he? But the thing I was thinking about this today because obviously all the anti uh, anti Messi people on Twitter oh. are loving this, and it's actually quite sad because Messi's like legacy is almost being destroyed because of his end at Barca and getting knocked out by Liverpool four 0 that time and. The the current down downhill fucking momentum of Barcelona as a football club is dragging Messi's legacy down with them, and it's mm. it, he's he is the best player I've ever seen. Like I know Ronaldo's got more longevity to it, but with a ball with a ball at his feet 
and the ability to beat other players and score ridiculous goals. Messi is the best player I've ever seen. And to see him now in this weird decline where he's almost trying to drag the club with him up the ranks, I mean, like he's trying to drag his club through Champions League games and drag them through La Liga games. He, he can't do it on his own anymore. And it's almost as if it maybe he's been sussed out com- combined with the fact that he's not got that extra yard of pace. Like he's still quick, obviously, but he's not the 23, 24-year-old Messi in Barca 2012 team. So it's almost a bit sad, really. And, and I kind of don't want him to leave and go to someone like PSG or City because he won't do it there either. Um, it's almost like he, he should have bowed out last year, maybe. Um, and gone to City or Madrid, City or PSG, sorry, aged 30, um, not going on 33 like he is now. Um, How old he aged in one year? No, sorry. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he should have he gone when he was 30, turning 31 yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. 33. Ah, uh, is that Abami? Yeah. He's just scored. Yeah. Okay, Obviously, he's just scored after we just fucking slayed it. <laughs> yeah, we just See, absolutely I... shagged him and he's fucking gone and done that. I kind of disagree with, with what you're saying there, Lee. Um, I, I think to football Twitter, yes, his legacy is being destroyed because it's a bunch of 16-year-old kids that have got no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. But to any football purist, they understand what's going on in Barcelona. Yeah. They, and they understand how good... I mean, the guy's got six Ballon d'Ors, for God's sake. <laughs> no one else should, has got that many. Should have had seven if it wasn't for that weird vote when Luka Modric got it. Yeah, we, yeah, that's still to this day. He yeah. got that because he got to a World Cup final. He, he got that yeah. because Messi and Ronaldo were being judged on a curve against themselves. Yeah. but And I said it the other day, if it, I still remain to this day, if anyone should have won it that year, it should have been Rafael Varane. Rafael Varane was the best player in the world that year. Mm. What, never in mind World Cup. Cup final, World Cup winner. Never yeah. mind Champions League final, Champions League winner. Like He won everything Modric won. But and more, he won the yeah, Champions step, League final. Step further, yeah. Yeah. He, if I'm not if I'm not wrong either, I think he scored in the Champions League final. It's sad with Messi because I like to I like to compare against boxing a little bit. Like you, you see a tremendous boxer, the, the most famous boxer of all time, everyone's favourite, the one that everyone regards as the greatest, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all agreed on that. Just for for, for inside and outside of the ring. But Thanks. the sad thing about Muhammad Ali, what did you say? <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> Go on, lad. Um, the sad thing about Muhammad Ali is he went on he went on too long and it just he ended ugly. Yeah. Yeah. I he shouldn't have fought he shouldn't have fought fucking Holmes, he shouldn't have fought Burbick, and it, it just went he kind of whimpered out rather than ended on top. And that's what we're seeing with Messi now. They should have let him go in the summer. Just let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Just let him go. Can I just uh, chip in with a, a, a small opinion on this red card last night? I've got no problems with that. At all. Like, Barcelona are struggling. They're not going to win the league this year. If Messi's thinking of leaving and he's maybe one of his only chances of getting a trophy is the, what is it, the is Spanish Super Cup. It's a Super Cup, yeah. 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 Spanish Super Cup. And I'm not being funny. That guy is a born winner. He, he fucking detests losing. Absolutely hates it. You've yeah. seen that. When Liverpool beat them 4-0, like, how much of a sulk was he in? Almost like childish sulk. It's like he wants to throw his toys out of the pram. But that's just because he loves winning so much. And he cares about probably his legacy, Barcelona as well. Because mm. we, it, obviously it's well documented about him having, um, he needed the hormone growth um, injections when he was a kid. Yeah. And Barca were the only team that would really take him on to help him through that. So he owes a lot to that club. I know things aren't going particularly well for him at the moment, but he's a born winner. And if he's in a final and it could be his last year and he wants to improve that legacy, I would do anything. I've not even seen the red card. I might be talking out of my ass, but he's that in tuned in the game. He's that involved that he's obviously just let the whole event and the fact that he's not going to win it potentially, because I think Mm. they were 3-2 down in extra time at this point. Because it was right at the end of extra time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, they turned it around. He's yeah. obviously just let the whole scenario just blow up at the end and let yeah. his aggression get the better of him. Mate, he clouted someone over the head. Yeah, he, he was provoked though, wasn't he? As he ran past him and he sort yeah. of reacted by... But how many times How many times has he been provoked throughout his whole career? Oh, like, God, yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty much the only way that you could probably think of in your head of getting to Messi. But it's got to be frustrating for Messi. He is so good at football, like... 
just unreal like worlds apart from every other player that's ever been apart from Cristiano Ronaldo anyone who says Maradona or anyone else gets a fuck they're, they're nowhere close they're not they're just really not and it's got to be frustrating for Messi that he's played with so many good teams good players at Barca and he looks right he looks to his left and he looks to his right and there's just nowhere there's, there's no class anywhere no there's no I've, I've watched a lot of Barcelona this season and the the team is Bang average. Random names on a team sheet now. I've never heard of. Ronald yeah. Arujo at centre back. Pedri. Like Pedri's look good whenever I've watched him, but again, he's a kid. They're trying and to just drag Lamazia through, aren't they? Yeah, he could go the way of Messi, he could go the way of Bojan. Yeah. Like we you don't know with these kids. They've got no quality at all. Usman Dembele's played three games, so he's ready to get injured again and go for six months. Mm. Yeah. Griezmann, the Griezmann experiment just hasn't worked. No. They, they sold Artur for 10 million and Merlin Pjanic. Silly. Yeah, mental lies. Pjanic done anything? Is he, is he, he play? barely plays, mate. He barely plays. Isn't he They're like gonna... in his 30s as well? Like he's 30, yeah. 31, I think he yeah. is. Yeah. They've got Ricky Puig, who looks quality at centre mid, who just doesn't play for some reason. And they've got Brathwaite as their option up front. It's it's weird. They've sold yeah, sold Suarez. They they're going down. If they get Wijnaldum and Depay in, I think that will make. I think that considerably, that makes them considerably better. They are they are two top quality signings, especially if they get them on free transfers. They are two brilliant signings. That's going to improve them, but but Wijnaldum is getting on a bit. Yeah, Yeah. Depay is not a spring chicken, so they're not signing. They're not making smart signings. They're no. making panic signs. Like, like Real Madrid, who went for the first season in their history without signing anyone last year because we know they're signing Mbappe next year. Yeah. They made that commitment. Like, whatever happens this year, we're committing to Mbappe next year. Barcelona went and panic signed so many fucking players and they've all been gash. You know what they need to do? They need to just, like, do an old-style, almost an old-style Madrid and just say, right, Van Dijk, you're ours now. Right, fucking Haaland, you're ours now. Yeah. Bruno Fernandes, you're ours now. And that's the problem with Barcelona. Kevin De Bruyne, you're ours. They need to just go and get those players to take them back to the top so that they can attract the younger youth talent again. Do you know how they could have got that money? Selling Messi. Selling Messi, yeah. Uh, Well, when they get him off their wage bill, (laughs) that'd be 100 million a year, not paying anymore. I know, they could have got 100 million off him this season as well. They could have been 200 up this year. It's ridiculous. The same thing to get. Congratulations, Mesut Ozil. I'll just don't waste money on absolute dribble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way of putting it. I love how we could just talk about something for twenty minutes and just go so in depth, and Dale, in the space of five seconds, just puts it better than we've just done over. I know. I know. You know, you look at it, like two two hundred million on Griezmann and Dembele. Yeah. What have they oh. done in two seasons, three seasons, four seasons? You know, done Fortnite dances. Yeah. Uh, we've had we... dog dirt and we've had dribble. <laughs> 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 the adjectives that come out of Dale's mouth are absolutely fantastic. Can we just go back as well? Did you say Pedri before? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> the kid that's come through. Kid that's come through the Masia. <laughs> That fuck up, you've made him up. That's that's chock ice, Pedro. That more than one of Pedro. <laughs> we fucking we've got Pedro at home. <laughs> he's, he, he's going to be playing with uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Said, have any of you seen the goal? Nope. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's good yeah. goal. Good yeah. goal. Sp- speaking of good goals this weekend, boys and players who uh, were dribble, but I think have really come into their own this season. Uh, Tangi and Dombele. Mm. He never meant it. He absolutely meant it. He did. He did. He didn't. He did. It's fucking a dumbbell. He never meant that. (laughs) He absolutely meant it. He was like, I'm going to dink this and someone's going to add it in. I've looked at it. I've just seen it for the first time because I missed it. It's the only goal I missed in that game. No way. He's crossing that. No chance. No chance. He's meant it. Yeah. He's not even looking at goal. He doesn't need to. He's a class player. No, he's yeah. playing in the top no. league in, in the world no. and definitely meant it. Yeah, listen, you, you're making no. Lee that angry. He's turning into a Yorkshireman. Oh, he's not even looking at goal there. Yeah. 
You Honestly, did that with he's... that hat and mustache, mate. You've done that absolutely perfect there. I know. <laughs> I look like you know that that random house in the middle of the M62. I look like I live there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think no, um, did not mean that. I think I think he's coming to his own this season, and I think the person, the lad next to him, especially uh, Hoiberg at Spurs, yeah, yeah. has been an absolute revelation. Yeah, I, I remember when uh, they signed him and. Andy, my mate who's a Southampton fan, was like, I'm happy he's gone. You know, he wasn't playing well yeah. for us. We've got the yeah, money we for him. Yeah, him, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And mm. he's been, whatever Mourinho saw in him, Jesus Christ, he's got it out of him. He was, he's been brilliant. Do you know I'm gutted for? Everton. Because Everton were the other club in for him. Yeah. And he would have he would have been brilliant for Everton. He now now that we've seen how Everton are setting up the season with with Alan and Decore ever since they've come in. He would have been fantastic in that midfield. Well, do you think they would have? Do you think they would have got Alan if they signed Hoiberg? Well, very similar players. This is the other side of the argument. Probably not. And who do you prefer out of Alan and Hoiberg? Oh, I, I, I take Alan. Yeah. Well, Alan's coming and he's proving it that he can do it for us, and the fans love him, and he's doing a great job for us. So I wouldn't swap him out if he's no. there's so many positive. I think the very, I think the very similar players, very yeah. similar players. Yeah. But um, to get back to the point, he never meant it. No, he absolutely meant it. <laughs> he just did not mean that. There's no way. He's not got a his chance to goal and he's thinking, right, I'm going to get this across goal for someone to edit in. He's, there's no way he's meant it. And Aaron Ramsdale's a useless keeper. What the hell has happened to him, by the way? I know, because I, I don't he's know. in my fucking fantasy team as well. He was brilliant last season. 2-0. Saka. <sighs> Do you know what? As Interestingly... People are saying all over Twitter how fucking good Carl Darlow's been in this mm. game. So for it to be 2-0, it's pretty mad considering how good he's apparently been. Talking of good, Emil Smith-Rowe. Yeah. Fuck me. What a baller he is. Very, very tidy player he is. Yeah. What a baller. Like, he, Arsenal have looked completely different ever since he's come in. Well, we'll still smash they, 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 they had someone called uh, Meza Ozil who could have also played in that role and still didn't play him either. Weird move that to Fenerbahce. I mean, I get it, obviously, because of, of his roots. Right? But Fenerbahce, I mean, how old is he? 31, 32? 30, 32, nearly 33. I mean, how much money can they him, really be playing? They, they yeah, can't be paying him as much as he would made in America. I think it'll be a lot of um, performance-related bonuses, like when they signed uh, Drogba and Schneider. Mm, yeah. Mm. That's how it'll work. I, do you know what, as well? I don't think he's probably asked about the money either. I think he's... He's made his millions at Arsenal. Looking got enough, um, yeah. He's been getting 250 yeah. grand but a week. Do, but do you know what? Fair place him because he's one of only very few footballers that my mum is aware of that doesn't play for United because of all the charity work he does. But she reads about it all the time. Like he's built hospitals, he's been donating, yeah. he does so much work. The way he stood up for the Muslims in China, like the guy is an absolute fucking class act. And I'm just happy that A, he's got his payment because he's due it. And mm. B, now he's going to go and play football. Like I read today, he's going to be wearing the number 67 shirt for the first, this second half of the season because that was his uh, hometown postcode in Turkey. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I then, read that. And then he'll be number 10 after it. Nice. So, you know what? He'll be class play, there. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. He'll be unreal. Like, we'll see all the compilation he's... videos coming out soon already. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's just, he just wants to start playing football again, doesn't he? I mean, he's, he's had four, four, three or four years at Arsenal of just... In and out the team, or you know, on a sustained period on the on the bench or the sidelines, whatever. It just be it'll, be it'll just be good just to get on the pitch, just to play some football, just some consistent football as well. Yeah, uh, like you say, he's earned his yeah. millions at Arsenal. He's we're gonna find out now. We'll find out what what the story really was because if Mesut Özil's still class and he's still busting along on the pitch, then we're gonna know it was Arsenal who had the issue with him. If he turns up for Fenerbahce looking like dog dirt, to call your word out, Dale, then I, I think that it probably is right what's come out of Arsenal about him being... Well, we've heard loads. This is the thing. That, wouldn't it be amazing to be a fly on the wall? Like You just don't know, do you? You just don't know. I just, I just want to know where you've um, got the Mesut Ozil bust along. Well, you know like what I mean. Rodriguez. He never fucking not, sprints. <laughs> not, not bust along in that sense, obviously. No, no he's yeah, never sprinted in his up. life. He turns yeah. up. He turns up. He's, he's a big game player. He's always been a big yeah. game player. He's top class. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think as well. I mean, he's, like I say, we know he's a class footballer. I fully expect him to, to you know, tear it up there. And 
in a Turkish league, but you know, you, the Turkish league compared to the Premier League is, you know, it's it's not the same standard. Nails pace. So I, I, you know, fully expecting to just go there and you know, set the world alight again for Fenerbahce or whatever yeah. he's gone to, whoever he's gone to. Um, I, I hope he does. It, unless you're uh, leaving um, the world's worst offside trap, the attacking football in Turkey is just, <laughs> it leaves a lot to be desired. You know what I mean? You, you could have the world's worst offside trap and Marcus Rashford. Marcus would still Rashford be offside. Still be offside yeah. yeah, I know. Like, do you know what though? And I've seen it on. I've seen the clips of uh, Carragher getting well annoyed behind <laughs> the scenes on Sky Sports yeah. today because it's true. How and we've said it. I'm not. I'm not even saying the words to three letters because I, I refuse. I'm not doing it. We're going to have to turn it into a two-finger drinking game like Bleeding Talks, but drink up. <laughs> but why are you not putting the flag up when it's clearly offside? It's clearly yeah, offside. It's Put your fucking flag up. The, the flag one, up. The, it fucks me off the most, the one where he was literally right in front of the assistant and put the flag up. didn't put the flag up when he was clearly offside. Yeah, the one on the halfway line where he was onside and he put the flag up. Your job is the consistency. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Your job as a linesman, yeah, right. Obviously, if you're not just as simple as this, you've got other calls to make. But your biggest job as a linesman is to call on offside. If you think it's offside, put your flag up. It is then on the players, the onus is on the players to play on. Mm-hmm. And if they play on and they get the goal and you were wrong and VAR brings it back, drink two fingers. And it ends up being a goal, and it ends up being a goal, and your decision means nothing. But put your flag up if you think it's offside. Stop being lazy. Stop yeah. being lazy. Play to the whistle. It's the first rule you taught. Play yeah. to the whistle. Play to the whistle, and don't send both centre backs up for a corner against Istanbul. Bashakshir <laughs> here. If we got a point out of that game, yeah, I'm We'd not sure how the points. I think we would be. I think we would. All yeah, we, we needed would. from that game was a point. Yeah, yeah. annoying. Frustrating. We only needed one point from the last two games, didn't we? Or something. Fucking shite. Well, I've only just got over it. Why are you bringing it back up again? <laughs> because we've got a game against Real Sociedad soon, mate. No. So that's going to be hard. David Silva's going to walk rings around us. Carl Dallas. Shit, save. I forgot about that. Oh, Carl Darlow, what a save again. Lacazette free header, Carl Darlow there. The guy you know is just what? unstoppable. People are saying that he deserves to be in the running for England number one. Oh, and man, I don't disagree with that. He deserves a Ballon d'Or. He's unreal. <laughs> oh, that is a great save. Yeah, a He's so save. good. He's unreal. Honestly, Everton should be in for him. He saved... <laughs> <laughs> You know, he should I'm going to make in the a next... fucking a, a bingo or a drinking game, and that is going to be one of the fucking scratchings on it. I'm back in after that. I can't, I can't sit here and listen to this. He is better than than Pickford, though. Well, I've got no qualms with Pickford at the moment because we're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> as, as soon as we start going shit again and we're not fighting for a top spot, then yeah, he's he's shite. But, you know, we're keeping clean sheets at the moment. So, no, well, I don't want Darlow. Thanks. For now. Interestingly, uh, interestingly <laughs> enough, because I know the games are coming thick and fast, when's the, when's the next Merseyside derby? I don't care too much for it these days, mate, because they never beat us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll oh, do them next time round. I'd love uh, to hear that. Uh, Everton. I love that. Is it Goodison or is it Anfield the next one? Uh, it's Anfield, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Oh, February twentieth. February twentieth. Oh, that'll, that'll, that'll be nice. You break that unbeaten record, Dave. Dad. Hey. Oh, oh, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got Newcastle as well that weekend. That's always a good game. Arsenal, Man City as well. Mm. That'd be six 0 City. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that the the pubs are opening? If if the pubs open on the May Bank holiday. <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> the pub's open on the May Bank holiday. That's the weekend for uh, the next United Liverpool game. Wait, why do you, Why are you so obsessed with wanting to spend a fiver on a pint? Because I've not had a drink <laughs> since New Year's Eve. You go to your fridge. I'm itching for it. <laughs> do you remember what happened last time you went on a, uh, a exactly a January? <laughs> do you know what? I had a flashback of that the other day because um, I was in Aldi and saw 
the little four packs of the not alcohol free Budweisers. Yeah, and I'm thinking, horrible. oh God, that's Water. this time last year, that is. <laughs> Water, that is. That was so funny. We when we got those, me, you and Ian, we were sat there watching the football with our betting slips, drinking his Oh, I remember this. Fucking hell. And we were like, oh, this is fucking boring. <laughs> Should we just get smashed? <laughs> <laughs> then we went to the pub and I was I was having to text and my missus and asked for permission. Like you don't need picking up from work really tonight, do you? <laughs> no, not really. I'll get a lift. Right, get the Guinness in. <laughs> that Guinness, like, almost went down just because that one in that drinking contest against Steve. Oh, yeah. I, I remember yeah, you Steve, putting, that, putting them pictures in that chat of you with them alcohol-free beers and betting slips on the table. Yeah. I was like, well, don't let them look fun. And literally two hours later, you were steaming. <laughs> At least I, now we've not got the pubs to go to or no temptation. Like, I'm sat in the house 24-7, so... It's, I don't mind it. Drink. No, well, I did it through the first lockdown and I just yeah. ended up like falling asleep on the couch too often with calling all over me. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a picture message in the group chat at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. I've kind of got away from that a little bit. So I'm looking forward to having my first beer again in a few weeks. Are you doing the full Jan, yeah? Well, I'll probably do longer than January, to be honest. I don't I, feel I, like a beer, really. Um, I never started. Well, I just like the idea of the pubs being open because then I can go if I want to and drink 12 pints. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that. It's just the last time you were in a pub and you said it on the podcast, you were saying how absolutely shite it was. You yeah. like, didn't have the football on. So I had to, me, me and Ian just like huddled oh, around yeah. the phone thinking, yeah, this is classes, yeah. Well, that's because, <laughs> that's because of right COVID. Well, they've had to, they had to cancel all the sports packages, didn't they? But when the pubs reopen again, they'll have all the sport. They'll have more sports packages than you can get your hands on <laughs> in pubs when they reopen again. I can't wait for that. Too much sport. I want too much sport and too much beer in too many pubs in one day. I'm telling you, you're right. It's going to be they're going to split the games out, and it's going to be like two or three games a day. It's going to be like the World Cup yeah. in the group yeah. stages. It's going 100%. to be absolutely class. When you think you think of that April where we've got latter stages of the FA Cup, latter stages of Champions League, Europa League, the season, the playoffs. Oh, championship! Yeah, the championship playoffs are always sick. Yeah, like you are yeah. literally looking at it. It won't even be every two or three days. There'll be a game on every single night. There's been some amazing playoff finals and semi-finals <sighs> yeah. over the years, haven't yeah. there? Yeah. The last few have been disappointing. Um, and I think it's because it's become a game that everyone is scared to lose now. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And, I and get money that involved. Really, yeah, like it's the 120, well. 120 million game, isn't it? Like yeah. It's the richest game in football. So I get that, but... 120 million? Yeah. 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 Fucking hell. Worth. Does it just go up every year? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Most yeah. times it probably it's, does. Yeah, it's um, the one trillion game in football. This one. <laughs> but when nothing will ever be Leicester versus. Go on, mate. Yeah, I was gonna say nothing will ever be Leicester versus Watford. Oh man, what a game! <laughs> no. What a game! I, I, I always think about that Dean Windass goal that he scored for. Yeah, and yeah. That, what um, a screamer yeah. that was! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that and um, do you remember when Powell scored for Crew? And put them up in the playoff. That was just yeah, before yeah. Fergie signed him. That yeah. was immense. That special mention to crew again. Of the Alex. That Dean Windass goal, man. He was like 57 years old. Every bit of 19 stone. Literally looks like he's just come off the fucking scrapyard or something after a 12-hour <laughs> shift and just smashing a volley home. I. That is what dreams are made of. That. What a game that was. Ended 1-0 that as well, didn't it? I'm sure yeah. that was the only goal of the yeah. game. Yeah, it was, yeah. But yeah, no, they have been shite ever since. I can't remember the last time I watched a decent playoff final, to be fair. No, last year was awful. That um, Brentford-Fulham game. Oh, Just yeah, that's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, although, because yeah. mm. it was like nil-nil to the 70th minute, and then was it Brian who scored? Yeah, Did Joe Brian, free yeah. Kick? Was it yeah. Free yeah. Kick? That's yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of... Caught the keeper off guard. The keeper was just was. well off his line, yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you remember that year where Huddersfield came up and they didn't even score a goal in the playoffs? <laughs> oh. yeah. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just went to Penns, didn't it? Are that. they? Are they the worst team that have ever been in the Premier League? They've got to be no. up there. No, Sheffield United are. <laughs> no. Listen, right. It's not mathematically impossible yet, mate. You're not getting the money. <laughs> 
until it's mathematically impossible. So Listen fucking mate, leave it. I, off- <laughs> I offered you an early cash out and you rejected it, so I'm going to fucking milk this all season. <laughs> I'll let you cash out for six quid. <laughs> Take it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be even though it's so fucking impossible for me to catch it I'm just going to be a cunt with a cash out I give yeah. it to you pal <laughs> can we just before we all sign off um, and I don't even think there's any point going around the room like, I just want to go straight to Dale can we decide who dickhead of the week is because I know Dale's <laughs> going to say again <laughs> Dale take the floor mate go on ah <laughs> uh... <laughs> Where do we start with Celtic again? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Where do no. we start? Oh hey. no! Here we go. Honestly, <laughs> in the under eighteen squad. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. After, after the no, first team, I've just yeah. took a lovely trip away to Dubai. Oh God. You know, that's probably cost an arm and a leg just for the whole squad to get there. They get back and then they go, you know what? Under 18s, yeah, we're furloughing you. <laughs> <laughs> it's mental, isn't it? Have they Absolutely. actually furloughed under 18s? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh Absolutely bonkers. God. Absolutely bonkers. I mean, I, I've got no other words. I really. <laughs> oh my God. I, I didn't even know. I wouldn't mind, but like when you say furlough in under 18s, I mean, what are you giving them anyway? What's furlough for an under 18 it's, team? We're well, giving them well, all it's, the bus It's capped anyway. It's capped. Uh, yeah. The government cap it two and a half grand a month. So, yeah, it, I mean, as an under 18, you'd probably only be on a few hundred quid a week anyway. But they're capping them. <laughs> they're going to take 20% off them. So they're now on about 150 quid a week. So when they've got no squad because they've got COVID yeah, and they need players and the kids are also in a league. So by law, because they're on furlough, they're technically not allowed to work anymore. So Celtic's under league. No, by law, if you're on furlough, you're not, no, you're they, not allowed they to work. changed it to let you. So that to help uh, companies out with money and cash flow, they changed the rules. That, oh, that used to be how it was. That, that is yeah, scummy. It's, it's so that companies could have their employees working and pay them whilst also claiming 80% of their wages back from the government. It well, I hope, I hope whoever's doing that is paying the fucking 20% extra. I mean, imagine doing your job did. as normal and getting <clears> fucking yeah. 80% for it. Fuck that. There are a lot of companies that have given money back, give the furlough money back to the government because they're like, we didn't need it, so you can have it back. Picture well, I hope Celtic's one of them. <laughs> Picture <laughs> the scenes, yeah. All right, they've put the whole under-18 squad on furlough, right? But they're still allowed to work because they've changed mm. the rules. An under-18 player comes on for Celtic in the next few games and scores a winner that keeps him in the title race yeah, and gets him a little bit closer to Rangers. And it's keeps, entirely possible. Keeps them in the title it's race. It's entirely possible. <laughs> but do you know, Dale, I'll address it. I'll address that for the same reason why I say it's entirely possible that an under-18 player could come on and score a winner against one of the other clubs because Scottish football is fucking shite. <laughs> It's entirely okay. possible. It's entirely possible. How wounded would you feel if you were like Ross County and one of their furloughed players comes on and scores a winner? <laughs> Unbelievable. That's horrific. I didn't, You'd I have to dissolve your club. I literally didn't know that. Well, to be fair, a few Scottish clubs could do with dissolving, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> getting scored against by a furloughed 18-year-old. <laughs> yeah, you're shite. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, I did have another contender. Oh, it's, it's probably nowhere near as good as that one, but um, it's every single person that is calling for Liverpool to replay the six seconds of the um, of the first half that they missed out on after the the referee blew early for the injury time, and then all of them saying that it was definitely a goal-scoring opportunity that they missed out on, and that Mane was through on goal. He wasn't through on goal, right? <clears throat> what happens with video imagery <laughs> is that it misrepresents reality, right? The referee blew his whistle before the ball was played. 
So regardless of who was stood where, the whistle went before the ball was played, right? No matter how many stills that certain media outlets show of Mane with the ball at his feet five yards in front and closer to goal than Lindelof, that's not a goal-scoring opportunity because the whistle went about 10 seconds before that point happened. So he wasn't going through on goal. And finally... The referee's not working off Sky Sports time. The referee's got his own watch. So there is nothing to say <laughs> that the referee's time isn't actually six seconds quicker than what Sky Sports' little fucking digital clock is saying on the screen. So, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, though? And I'm going to be completely and utterly fair here today. I agree with every single point that you've just said. Like, 100% agree. 100%. Right? But if that was us playing Rashford through and it was your way around, I'd be fucking fuming, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be raging, mate. I'd be like, fucking six seconds left. What the fucking hell are you doing, ref? I understand why they're all kicking off. It's wrong and you were never going to score, but I get it. Mm. Yeah. I scored in the last two, so he's not better scoring that one either. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us. You can subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Apple and Google Podcasts, and all other major podcast stations. Also, you can find us on YouTube. Just search for Formax One Toffee. And please follow us on social media at We Are 4M1T.